What is up, guys, and welcome to the Maximum Potency Podcast. I am your host, Lissa Scott, health coach, CrossFit coach, and online entrepreneur, and I am here to talk about health, fitness, grabbing life by the horns, and doing everything we can to live at maximum potency. Through a combination of solo cast and interviews, you will be hearing from health professionals, entrepreneurs, athletes, artists, and people who are just taking life and running with it. So if you are interested in creating a life that you love, one brimming with energy and adventure and art, and you are someone who is hungry for growth, pursuing greatness and expression of self, you are in good company. Welcome and thank you for being here. I am so happy that you found your way to this podcast. already laughing and we haven't even really started recording yet. So guys, today's episode is going to be a little different than usual. I'm here with my Grammy and I'm going to interview her about her life and relationships. And I like to think that she is where I get my entrepreneurial sense from and some of my sarcasm from and some of my hard assness is definitely from this side of the family, not the other side. Agreed? Uh-huh. Yup. So, say hi. Hi, everyone. How the hell are you? <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on today. Are you excited to be here? Are you oh, kind yeah. Of I'm it? just delighted. She's just along for the ride. Um, yeah, so tell me a little bit, anything you want the audience to know that you've done in your life, ways you've been an entrepreneur, or just other stuff. I started out with a lemonade stand when I was about six, I suppose, and I've been selling anything and everything all my life. I want to buy part of the Brooklyn Bridge, Mount St. Helena. I can arrange it. (laughs) Not a problem. Not a problem. What was your first official, like, investment for business? Oh, I guess my store, my party store. My business was a, a party business, balloon deliveries, costume deliveries. I was a DJ with my daughter. Did you have a DJ Ruth. name? RPS DJs. RPS DJs? But did you have like a mic name? Like, yo, yo, this is DJ so-and-so. Yeah, Ruth and Ruthie. Ruth real, and Ruthie, got real, it. Real original. The OGs. Yeah. RPS Party Services is, uh, was the name of the business. Air Fantasies was the name of the store. And it was brick and mortar. Brick and mortar. Yep. And a lot of a lot of hours, a lot of running, and I did that for about a year and a half, and decided it just wasn't working uh, financially. It wasn't giving me what I needed. So, what did you do after that? Closed it up. I went to work, I think, in the mall for Macy's. Yeah. I worked in Penny's. I worked in uh, the jewelry store. Um, Doing sales? In sales, yeah. Bailey Banks and Biddle. Yeah, yeah. And then? And then I went to work for Bell Atlantic selling the cellular phones. And I used to eat all your snacks at your desk when I was little. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Craziness. Yeah, I used to have Melissa one weekend a month from the time she was two months old until she got too old to even want to be with me anymore. 
<laughs> I think that was when you were like 16 or something. It was, it was overdue. I think like longer than you expected me yeah. to. But Devin was here. My cousins were here. And it was a good time. And yeah, you know, it was what it was, you know? Yeah, it was fun. The... I have a lot of good memories. Oh, mm-hmm. I do too. I love you. Relationships. Well, I well, was... Well, wait, wait, wait. We oh. got we to gotta talk about... My mom worked with you at Penny's. Yes, she was on one side of the escalator, I was on the other. And just, we... just to be clear, guys, a little context. This is my dad's mom. So I really would love to hear the story of how she met my mom, just, you know, to capture it. It's pretty priceless. Billy said to me one day, Mom, I'm uh, bringing a girl over, and she's really not what you would expect. Dot, dot, dot. I thought, oh, Lord. What did you think? Was- she half man, half woman. <laughs> she green, yellow, and orange. What is he talking about? So I was out doing a, a balloon delivery in a clown costume, and I walked <laughs> Casual. in. Casual. Yeah. I walked in, and Michelle was standing there with a friend of hers, and she was a punker. A punk rocker. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, she's so cute. Billy, I like her. And what did she have on? Describe her outfit. She had black boots, black pants. Her blonde hair was sticking straight up in the air. Platinum, right? Yeah. And Doc Martens. Yeah. boots. But I liked her. Because she was smiley. I don't like her today, but I like her then. <laughs> Yo! Throw in some shade. She's going to listen to this. You better say sorry. <laughs> oh, goodness. She's just joking. Yeah. I think. I am. So, yeah, that's how I met her. And then we worked on either side of the escalator in J.C. Penney. And I would go, Yo, Michelle, you want to go to lunch? <laughs> yeah. So, I know that you were just saying, like, you hung out with my mom. My mom and dad were married for a while. And um, I'm sure you guys, you were saying nothing too crazy. They were, they got married. They had me. I was at my own baby shower. <laughs> well, you weren't there. Uh, your mom delivered you before she was supposed to. Or before. Five well, weeks early. Well, you decided you wanted to come into this world a little early. And I hadn't planned a shower here. So your dad took you home. And your mom came to her shower after you were born, the baby shower. <laughs> but that was okay. That was fun. That's super cute. So Valentine's Day is coming up, and I want to interview you about relationships and see if you have any wisdom to pass on or any funny stories to tell from yeah, your dating life. Yeah, they all suck. Yeah? They all suck. What advice would you give to somebody dating today? <sighs> Don't rush. Don't rush. Don't rush. You know, when I was growing up, if you weren't married by the time you were 21, there was something wrong with you. So we all got married in our early 20s, you know, and a lot of them lasted to today, maybe one. (laughs) A lot of them didn't last. Everybody, you're really not fully formed in your brain until about 25, so I understand. So we make a lot of poor decisions in our early 20s. So you're good to go. <laughs> well, you're just not fully your person yet. Yeah. You, know, you don't really know. You don't have yourself fully hashed out. Right. You don't know your strengths and weaknesses enough to stand next to somebody else and see if they could work with theirs, right? You can't hypothesize. Correct. Through that. Yeah. And then the alcohol comes into the picture, and that's not a good thing. So anyway, I lasted for about 20 years. You lasted. 
You hung in there for 20 years. I hung in for 20 years. And then you had to start dating again. What was that like? Oi, oi, oi. I mean, you didn't have to. Ah, they were banging down the door. I mean, there were men everywhere. It's raining men. Is that how it was? Was that song written about you? No. (laughs) Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I had my fair share of dating and... You know, I was thinking about it the other day. I never looked for anyone. They just all of a sudden would appear. What's the weirdest thing you ever had happen as far as meeting someone goes? Like the weirdest way that you met someone I, and then did I call. I was doing my business and I needed some stuff printed up. And so I called this printer in Maple Glen and I said, Are you open? He said, no. I said, well, how am I going to get my stuff printed? And he goes, well, we all need a day off. I said, fine, I'll see you tomorrow. So I took my things over and explained what I wanted. And he called me and he said the stuff was finished. I went and picked it up. And there was a bank across the street. And it was such a small bank, it kind of stood in the parking lot at the window. Kind of like Rita's? Yeah. (laughs) Like you were buying ice cream. And I saw I was standing there, and all of a sudden I heard somebody run up behind me, and it was him, and his office, or his store was like across the street. And, you know, he just was there. <laughs> and very charming, but he turned out to be a charming jerk. But so he asked you on a date? Oh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. And he was one of the reasons that I got into the store, because he was going to go in with me, but then he turned out to be a jerk, and I said, I'm going to do it myself, and so I did, but that was probably the weirdest one. Um, What about, how do you feel like dates have changed, like the dates like my cousins and I go on versus the dates you went on? The same, different? I don't know, I haven't been on a date with you and your cousins. (laughs) I know, but like, we are so casual about it, you know, we're like, oh, I'm hanging out with this guy, like. You know, we go out for food or whatever. Like, I feel like it had to have been more formal. Yeah, you weren't, you were either dating or you weren't. There was was no, like, like, worth thing. That wasn't, like, something people said. You didn't, I mean, I had men friends, but the men friends were usually, we dated. Yeah. You know, I can remember a couple that were just friends. Felt like brothers, kind of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a weird dynamic, right? A lot of brothers. So the guys followed you around. They asked you on dates. You never really had to look. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, I was a cutie. <laughs> you still are a cutie. Um, when do you feel like... So after your divorce, between your divorce and now, you haven't been remarried. What do you feel like your peak was? What age do you feel like when you were the sexiest or like 40. the most yourself? 40. Yeah. That was your peak. And mm. when did you have the the convertible? And my goodness. I had my... She had the coolest convertible. I had two convertibles, one after the other. Same identical car, but one was red and one was black. Had it here. So, So how old were you? I was in my 40s. So, you're just strolling around in this, you know, I almost said limousine, convertible, 40-something, just chilling out. You have your bachelorette pad, right? Yep. That's just how it was. And I would be tooling up. Uh, I, you know, I always got the Skoogle and the, and the, what's the other one called? Blue Root? Yeah, I always got them. Yes, I always got them mixed up. And 
One time I was coming up one or the other with my top down and I heard beep beep and I turned and looked and there was your father driving the BFI truck. <laughs> the trash truck that is. Coming back from uh, dumping somewhere. That was a <laughs> that was a pretty funny experience. They're like, oh hey. And, that had I, to be and, a funny and I think that him. day was the day that I had the top down and my papers were all flying out the back of the car. That's a sexy look. Yeah. Yeah. Important papers. What's one thing you think girls should do these like that they don't do anymore? Fashion wise or hair wise or anything like that. Just try to be yourself and not try to imitate, you know, the greasy made up people on T V. Greasy. Just yeah. more natural. Yes. That's okay. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about all these like different nail fashions people do? They do all kinds of crazy stuff to their nails. Well, I always had pretty nails, uh, and I didn't do anything crazy with them. Now I just, you know, they're just there. They're just pretty. They're just short. And... I'm 78. What the hell do you want? You know? Yeah. I'm not going to be using crazy nails and eyebrows. <laughs> no microblading for you? No, thank you very much. Thank that would be very a little, little crazy. It would be a little crazy. Thank you very little. All right. What is one thing that you regret in your dating life? <laughs> All the guys I dated. <laughs> <laughs> Too many? <laughs> no, there weren't that many, but there were a couple I I could have done without, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, not getting specific. No, you're not going to throw any names. You're afraid they might no, hear no, it. No, 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 You're afraid they're going to hear it. I know. No. Well, one's dead, so he's not going to hear anything. Or does he hear everything? Or he could be here and listening. <laughs> Who knows? What about... Um, no, and my former husband, you know, is your grandfather is gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about um, when you're, like, so... When you're young... And you're, like, attracted to people your own age. What happens when you're older? Are you attracted to younger people? I'm not attracted to anyone. I just like the way it is. You just... I just like me, myself, and I in my little condo. Get up when you want. Don't make the bed if you don't want to. Cook what you want. Eat when you want. And just have a happy day. I like that. And hopefully the sun will be out because I do a whole lot better when the sun's out. Sun is out. out. Yeah. So what are some of your uh, pastimes right now? Physical therapy. <laughs> <laughs> My hobbies include physical therapy and waiting for the sun to come out. <laughs> and Got sh- it. And grocery shopping at Giant, uh, the dollar store for my crafting supplies, and Rite Aid for my vitamins. And You've been thrifting? Yeah, I started doing a little bit of that. Yeah. And I did a lot of crafting at Christmas, which I used to do a lot of years ago. I, I used to do the antiques and stuff years ago, too, when and I was flea married. Markets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, kind of doing a little bit of everything. I love it. And you had your knee surgery, and I really just want to hear you rant about marijuana right now and the dispensary. What? Dispensary. They gave you CBD oil, and you told me it didn't work. Yeah. It was $90, and it didn't do a damn thing for me, and they just emailed me to renew it. Screw you. I'm not renewing it for $50 if I'm not going to use it, and it didn't work anyway. It doesn't even work. So no. remember that day that we were out to lunch, and um, 
Devin said people are high all the time because she didn't understand the difference between CBD and marijuana. Right. Do you want to talk about that for a second? What's to talk about? She didn't understand that. Yeah. Okay. I would like to talk about the time when you were, you know, I used to love when you came over like once a week and we would do this, that, and the other thing. And I was thinking the other day of some of the funny times. One was when the guy came from Comcast and he had to get into the attic through my bedroom closet. Oh, yeah. I had to clear. She's got a walk-in closet, people. I had to clear it out so the guy could get to the attic. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the other funny things. Another day I came over and I said, what do you need help with today? And she said, I need my medical marijuana card. <laughs> I mean, that's just a funny story right there. And then another time she came over and we went out to the store and we came back and I said, why is my foyer floor all wet? And she said, oh, Grammy, look. And the water was running down the walls. <laughs> and here the air conditioner the air conditioning unit had a little bit of something clogging the pipe up when the guy came over. He hit it with a hammer and it all drained, but oh, what a mess. I had to have guys come and cut the walls out and blah, 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 blah. Hmm. That, that was, was a several-month process. That was another exciting time. There's used... never a dull moment, really. No. I mean, let's think about this, too. Is um, The day you went to the lavender farm... Uh-huh. And you told me that these people are a little weird because they live there. Right. Oh, it's just so funny. I just think yeah. about these things. I drive around. I think about these things. Yeah. The, um... The landing. The landing, the ducks, the music, the... There's so much stuff. We've just done so much stuff. And we would go up and get uh, oil and vinegar and New Hope and... So much oil and vinegar. Yeah. I will never forget the time we were at my 17th birthday dinner. And you said to my mom really casually, oh, Michelle, it's like the time I hired a stripper for your wedding. And she said to you, I didn't have a stripper at my wedding. And you grabbed her arm and you said, oh, you don't have to act like you didn't just because Melissa's here. We know you did. And she said, no, I definitely didn't have a stripper at my wedding. And, and you said, oh, maybe it was Edie's wedding. And she said, oh, there was a stripper at Edie's wedding, my aunt, for those of you listening. And... I said, but wait, tell me the story about how you had to hire the stripper. And then you told me. Oh, well, I had two strippers, a male and a female. The How did they audition for that? How did you know they were the good? The female, somebody from a college knew her, and they gave her my name, and she called me, and I watched her dance, and she was fine. And then the male... He auditioned, his father drove him to my house, and he auditioned in my family room. Which is hysterical. And, yeah, and I used to drag his ass everywhere. He didn't have a car. I have to go pick him up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Got to pick up my stripper really quick. Yeah. And then my mom said to you, what? He couldn't drive? And you said, well, no, he couldn't drive. I had to pick him up. And then my mom said... Well, if you can't drive, you can't strip. That should be a law. <laughs> and then what did you say? It was the 80s and there was no rules. No, his name was, uh, he was, a, his name was Chip and he used to be a Chippendale. Oh, he wasn't Chip and Strip? Uh, he told me he was a Chippendale. I said, you're too young to be a Chippendale. Interesting. Chippendales were the strippers that used to go to the clubs and the women would scream and holler and put money in their jock strap and stuff like that. <laughs> 
Priceless. <laughs> Thanks for the rundown. So what are you most excited about for the next year of our dates that we have planned? Which oh. one are you the most excited for? Oh, for this? Yeah. So for Christmas, guys, I made her 12 tickets to go on different dates with me. And uh, so today we're doing the podcast. That's January. Yep. Thrilling. Uh, <laughs> February, we're going to go buy new PJs and underwear. Oh, I'm excited for that. And then, of course, you know, we have to get something to eat. Uh, in March, we're going to go somewhere. To look at art. To look at art. Okay. In April, we're going for a Mexican fiesta, tacos, and morgues. In May, we're going to the landing. For oh, lunch. Love it at landing. June, we're going to go see... Um, I hope he's there. I think he's going to be there this summer. Might not be in June, but we could, you know, use it as a June. The Real Diamond Band. Uh, July is a mystery day. I can't imagine. I don't have a bikini, so I know we're not going swimming. Uh, <laughs> you sounded like Ellen. August. A trip to a pretty pink cave and a pretty pink lunch. Stay tuned. What? I said stay tuned. Oh, stay tuned. Yeah. You don't get to know what it is. It's just a clue. Oh, okay. The casino in September. I'm excited. I'll start saving. Uh, <laughs> today, a clue. Today we get some air. I guess we're going for a freaking walk. And I don't do that too well either, so make it short. Uh, <laughs> and in, in November, I'm going to get the star treatment. I guess we're going to lay on the grass and look up. <laughs> Uh, in, Dece <laughs> in December, we're going to the tree lighting in Perkasie or Mercer Christmas through the years. That sounds like fun. So which one are you the most excited for? You know what, Melissa? I like them all. And every day that I get up and I'm still breathing is a good day. So <laughs> hopefully I'll make it to the end of the year to get the... <laughs> God. Otherwise, I'm going to have one sad do list. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be running around all by yourself doing fun stuff. I love you. Well, I have a colonoscopy coming up pretty soon, and if I pass that, I think I'll be okay. You think you'll get another year and get another free pass? I think I'll be fine. Um, what's What do I have to look forward to when I get old? Uh, knee replacements and uh, sore joints and... Uh, I got this thing in my finger that, you know, sometimes it locks and I have to open it up. <laughs> Manually. <laughs> I forget what it's called. My boobs sag. <laughs> uh, you know, all kinds of fun, your hair. Well, I let my hair go gray. I'm happy I did. I got tired. I can't wait to have long gray hair and braid it. I don't like long gray hair. I like short gray hair. Anyway, uh, your hair get, you know, you get uh, whatever. And your teeth, mine are pretty good. Uh, I have a teeth tooth cleaning. Oh, I think I'll get them all cleaned on Wednesday. Not just three? No, just all of them. And uh, what else happens to you? <sighs> you you know, shrink. You do shrink. You hunch a little. Nah, uh, you know, I got this hump thing going on. Uh, I look like, what was his name, the guy... Uh, Hunched over. And the hunchback of Notre Dame? Yeah, that one. <laughs> oh, and she's yeah. humble, folks. And she's humble. Oh, yes. That's always a fun thing to look forward to. And 
Let's see. Lots of pills and doctor's appointments. What can I tell you? It's an eventful life. Yes. So we'll wrap our interview up. Is there anything else you'd like to rant about before I ask you about Donald Trump? Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, I'd like to rant about the Democrats. Okay, go right ahead. They're all nuts. They don't have anything better to do with themselves. They want control. I'll be right back. (laughs) Coming back. And now we pause for a commercial break. I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, the next round of the Winter Reset starts in March. If you'd like to sign up for group coaching, uh, you'll get a full nutrition plan, a nutrition kit, a workout plan to follow along, and you'll have a great 30 days getting your body back to a happy, healthy place. And without further ado, we continue the rant on the Democrats. (laughs) Well, Donald Trump has done a lot. For the country, he works night and day. He doesn't take time for, like, previous Obama golfing and vacationing. I didn't even know he had a president. I'm not going to say his name, but it rhymes with Snowbama. (laughs) I mean, I I used to say, do we have a president? We never see him. And uh, Donald Trump is very transparent, and he's done a lot. And they just don't have control, and they're upset. And they want control, and they're all crooked. You know, they they come in with no money, and they go out with seven and eight houses and stuff like that. So, if any of you are Democrats, I'm not even going to apologize because that's just how I feel. <laughs> and uh, he's going to win again, and they're wasting our money and our time. They're not getting anything done for the country. They just keep going on this rant and that rant and this. Oh, please. It's craziness. I, I feel very bad about all that, and I wish it would get straightened out. Yeah, imagine how much could get done if they would all work together instead of this investigation and that and this and that. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's my feeling there, and I'm not ashamed of it. I'm proud to be So, a, uh, Trump 2020? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Should 20, I buy you a flag? 2020, 20, you know, he could go on forever if I... You yeah, know, I, 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 we have a we have a diehard Trump supporter here. So yeah, and his wife is you know, she's uh she's wonderful, and they even knock her. It's a shame. And you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, let's close this baby up now. Yeah. Okay. So I, I appreciate you interviewing me. I know I probably sound like a South Philly diehard, but I don't know. I love you in pieces. Thanks for being on my show today. You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks for having me. I hope you guys all giggled through that and uh, were entertained by this little interview. And uh, we're going to continue on our Sunday. I'll talk to you guys next week. Love you. Bye. (laughs)